All right, all right, let's do this. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. I am back. It's Wednesday, what, October 26th, dog. And yeah, foot Wednesday, fool. I have to get on this. I've been trying to get on this podcast since Sunday, fool, but you know how it be. You know how it be. Uh, it's Wednesday afternoon, dog. I got a little time, a couple hours before I go have to pick up the boys from school and shit. Back to daddy duties. So in the meantime, got some time to catch up with you motherfuckers. How y'all doing, man? Hopefully everything is good. Uh, just got back from Texas this weekend. I was at Fort Worth, Texas, dog. And what can I say? What can I say about Fort Worth, Texas, dog? I love it, fool. I love I love it out there, dog. And I thank you for everybody who came out. Uh, shit. Uh, shout out to Becky Torres and Carmen Oliva, Irving, Texas. They drove all the way from Irving, Texas to Fort Worth. That sounds far. I think it is. Thank you for coming out, ladies. Big American wannabes listeners. And of course, it's not my weekend podcast as well, fool. They couldn't even say it right, fool. These two chicks. Man, I know you're listening right now, die. They like, I guess they don't, they're, they're Latinas, fool, but they can't really speak the language too well. They're like, I also listen to your tragos, 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 amargos, cabrona, tragos, amargos. Um, yeah, if you're not listening, get on that shit, doggy. Uh, we're wrapping up season one of Tragos Amargos. Then we're gonna obviously take a break and come back 2023 for season two. We want to do a season two, dog. So shout out to Sammy, producer, and of course, Fern Dog, who has officially retired from groundskeeping at Dodgers Stadium. 20, he spent like 20 years up in that bitch, dog. Lucky bastard. Uh, I've always told him that was one of my dream jobs for to be out there, and but I get it, dog. I get it. after twenty years, dog. Enough is enough, fool, right? Um, and he's walking away. I know it has to be hard for him. I know it has to be hard, but but uh, man, because he's got to kick it in the dugout in the clubhouse, and uh, where don't they come anyway? You know, with hanging out, seeing Vince Gully, bro. Seen Lasorda, the greats, Dodgers, all these fools. He he became friends with some of these cats, dog. And this gotta be a pretty damn dope shit. But he said something about like as the years went on, the perks were less and less. You know, earlier in the nineties and early two thousands and all that, uh, there were some cool perks. Like he would always get a bobblehead, all the giveaways, tickets. I remember when the first Dodger Yankee game, uh interleague games happened back in the late 90s somewhere like in the early 2000 or 2001 uh it was the hardest ticket to get full and he hooked it up he got i had to buy him from him but he made it happen dog i was able to go to the yankees dodgers interleague because of him and he would always like come up with tickets here and there sometimes for free and shit but that happened less and less and less as the years went on so um Anyways, I'm guess I'm guessing after a while it's kind of like you get over it, and I get it, and I get it, fool. But t- t- that was like a dream job for me, dog. Like I also want, I, I would tell him for like, hey, fool, if you ever could get me in, dog. But I don't think he ever had it like that, fool. Or he didn't think I was serious because uh, I was always half serious about it. Um, because still a job, like you still have to work. You have to literally sweep the, gr- the dirt, and they, that shit looks heavy. First of all. And it looks like it looks tiring, fool. Like, and I'm not, I'm not a type of guy that likes to get dirty and sweat like that, fool. So, but for the Dodgers, I would do it. You know, I would do it, especially part time seasonal, fool. Tacap, bien, way. 
But um, I would have loved to experience that at least a couple, you know, a couple of years, you know, just dabble with it. And um, it never happened, dog. And um, I actually want him to hook up my, my son. Now, I know Adrian would love to do that shit. He's big into that stuff. But uh, we'll see. Uh, but shout out to that motherfucker. But now he's doing Tragos Amargos with me. And we're going to get started on season two soon, dog. Uh, shout out to everybody else who came out to uh, Fort Worth, too, dog. There's a bunch of uh, podcast listeners who came out. I, I I wrote the two ladies' names down, but I, I didn't write the other fool's names down. And damn, I'm so bad with names, fool. Like... Uh, you know, you know who you are, fool. I have like conversations with you. I ask you where you're from, what's your name. Y a veces, wey, los nombres, pues no se me pegan, wey. That's that's the thing, and um, I feel bad afterwards, right? I feel bad. I can't, fool. I should have fucking at least got his name down or something, dude. But uh, let me see if this fool is. Um, I'm trying to look at and uh, but I did screenshot some shit th- this time. Maybe I screenshotted them. Uh, let, me, let me see what we got in my screenshots here, fool. Because it was a blast, fool. Fort Worth, it was dope. Fool. I actually got to share a little story about fucking Spirit Airlines, bro. I, I talked about it on stage. I made it into an actual little bit. A uh, cool little joke that I, w- I was opening with all weekend about how horrible, horrible Spirit Airlines is, bro. I avoid Spirit Airlines as much as I can, fool. Like, I don't fly Spirit or Frontier. Fuck these Fucking both, bro. And uh, Spirit Airlines, fool, no mames, way. Like, you put out, not, not, it's not even about saving money. The point is that that Southwest, wh- where I fly, because I'm a baller like that, because I'm a fucking celebrity, dog. A-list motherfucker for Southwest, right? That's where I fly, fool. I got tons of miles on that shit, dog. But um, Southwest doesn't fly into Fort Worth. They fly into Dallas, which is a little further out. So I don't want to be inconvenienced to anybody because I had some of the comics picking me up. Shout out to Panda, Fernando out there, uh, Fer- Fernie who drops me off at the airport, and a Fernie who picked me up on the airport in, in Texas. Pretty crazy, right? Um, anyways, I don't want to be inconvenienced to these guys and or have to pay a buttload of money to the airport in, in un- into my fucking air- um, hotel. So I got... Fort Worth, which is a lot closer to my venue. Anyways, Southwest don't fly into Fort Worth, Texas. Dog. They only fly into Dallas, die. So I looked, and then I said, okay, fuck it. I'm going to fly Spirit. And I know better. I know better, fool. But I did it. And uh, they get you with a dollar Flight, right? Ah, oh, cool, whatever. So in my bug. All right, we could do that. We could do that. But no, manches, way. They charge you for everything, bro. Hasta el aire que suspiras, way. Everything, bro. Like, obviously, you can only bring in one backpack, one little small carry-on onto the plane. Anything else, you have to pay for, right? And so each bag is like, a carry-on bag to bring inside the airplane is like $65. Uh, anything you want to check in is like $75 or $80, bro. And when I take off on a weekend like that, dog, you know, I'm, I'm planning on selling merch. You know, I don't know the weather too well. I need a couple change of clothes, whatever, dog. Backpack is not going to be enough for me, fool. So I had a... Uh, but I still consolidated, eh, eh, eh? I consolidated as much as I could to only bring two bags. My backpack, 
and a carry-on. Edible Arrangements in East LA is opening now. This weekend, July 22nd, grand opening, 5929 Whittier Boulevard, Los Angeles, 90022. Send your boo, that special someone, that special toxica, that ratchet that won't hit you back. Send her some chocolate-covered strawberries, full. Call the number at 323-832-9551. The grand opening. Come visit. Tell them I sent you. You get a special free chocolate strawberry, dog. Come on, fool. Que mas quieres, way. And a discount on your first, second, and third shipment. Tell them Jerry G sent you, and they'll treat you like a king that you are, fool. Right? So I'm like, for some reason... I, you have to download the app, of course, the Spirit app. So I download the Spirit app. And I'm, the IT saying, wait, all, all the stuff that you want to add to your flight after the $79 that I paid for the flight, right? So now you got, you could pay for your, you have to pay for your seat. Where do you want to sit? If you don't pay for it, they're going to give you a seat at their own discretion. And guys, it's a three and a half hour flight. I'm not trying to get a middle seat, dog. I'm not. So I pay the extra $25 or so to get a window seat. Check. Okay, 79 plus 25, just like that. Then uh, it's a three and a half hour flight, of course. Uh, you know, I want, they don't even give you a free soda, fool. I want to get a snack in there. So now I got to pay for a snack, which is another 10 or $15. Then, um, okay, so originally, backtrack a little bit. When I'm in the app, I get the app. And then in the app, for some reason, it's weird. And I, I, maybe you're the pendejo. I don't know what happened. But for some reason, it said that the carry-on to bring inside the plane is more expensive than checking the bag underneath the plane. Okay? I believe it was like $60 for under the plane or seventy or $75 to bring it inside the plane. I have to choose one. So I said, well, might as well just check the fucking bag at $60. So I'll pay $60. I'm saving like a couple of dollars and I have to check it out to worry about my damn bag, right? Fuck it. So I get there. So 60 bucks, all right? 60 bucks to check my bag into it for it to go under the plane. All right, so I get, so now 60 plus 79 plus 25. I'm already in for over $150. For, I haven't even left my house yet. I haven't even checked into the flight, motherfuckers. All right, I'm already in over like $160, fool. Keep in mind, the club only gives you $200 travel, fool. $200 travel voucher for your flight. So now I'm already in like one cent. That's just one way, dog. One way. Then they ask you. You know, I started making a whole joke about this on stage, but I'll, tell you, I'll get to it later, whatever. So then, the point is, your pendejo, eh? Shout out to Fernie, my private Uber who takes me to the airport. Not entirely his fault, but we hit, we hit mad traffic. So now I get there super late, fool. Now, late enough where I cannot check my bag in and I, they won't allow it to go under the plane anymore because it's too late. I'm a, the flight's leaving like in 40 minutes, dog, and I just got there, fool. Gracias a Dios, I'm pre-checked TSA, dog. So I don't have to worry about the long-ass TSA lines. I cut right in front of that shit. But anyway, if not, I don't make the flight. If I'm not TSA pre-checked, I'm not making the flight. I missed the flight. But... I'm unable to check my bag into the plane, which I was trying to do. Which, by the way, and the fucking bitch was rude, dog, in the, in the counter. Pretty ass girl, by the way, but very rude, very rude, dog. 
I get to the fucking I I'm in line. I get to the to the counter. I'm like, hey, yeah, I like to. I don't know if it's. You know, I don't even say all that. I just said, hey, I like to check my bag in. She's like, uh, did you go check in on the kiosk? I'm like, no, I already checked on my phone. You need to check in the kiosk. But why? I already checked on my phone. You need to go to the kiosk. I said, okay, cool. I'll go to the kiosk. I went to the kiosk, checked in. Oh, because I got to check my bag in there. So I checked the bag. They didn't let me. The machine said, no, it's too late. You can't take check your bag in. The machine said so. So now I'll go back to the line. Now I'm late. Fool. I'm already late. I'm still fucking trying to check in my bag, dog. So now I'll get back. And then I, what, what I, what I should have started with is like, they didn't let me check my bag. I'm already late. So she goes, all right, cool. So now she's like, with this attitude, bro, fucking attitude, dog. No eye contact, being a bitch, being dry, just being a spirit airline employee, fool. So now she said, okay, it's too late for you to check in the bag, right? Uh, so now you have to bring it inside with you. She has to pay for that. So I'm like, okay, how much? She's like, it's going to be $75. I'm like, $75 to bring it inside? She's like, all right, cool. What about my 60 bucks that I already paid you earlier for my bag? Can I get credit for that? They're like, no, you got to pay the $75. I'm like, so my, what happens to my $60? They're like, gone. I lost my opportunity. I'm like, fuck. And I don't want to fight or argue too much because first of all, the chick is pretty. Second of all, I'm late as fuck, dog. You know, so I'm like, all right, cool, all right. So now I'm paying seventy five dollars, fool. So now I'm paying seventy five dollars, sixty dollars, seventy nine dollars, twenty five dollars. I'm in for like over what is that? Over two hundred dollars, dog. And I mean, like, dude, I'm barely like outside of the airport still, fool. I'm in for over two hundred dollars, dog. I, because I'm running late, I'm starving, fool. I didn't get nothing to eat. You know, I'm. Whatever, dog. So now I got to buy food in the plane, not just a snack, not just a chips and soda food. Now I got to buy a full meal when I get in there, dog, which are like $25, dog, just for a piece of shit sandwich, dog. Anyways, so anyway, so now I'm running with my bag full. And it's even, oh, when she gives me the thing, she's like, here, good luck making your flight. It leaves in 30 minutes. I'm like, she know, like she don't, I don't know if she knows that, I, that I'm TS pre-check. Because she's like looking at me like, you're not going to make this flight, fool. Like, but go ahead and try kind of shit. Try and make your flight, fool. So, yo de confiado, wey. I'm TSA pre-check. I can still make this fucking flight, dog. So, I'm running, fool. I'm fucking running, 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 running. And I'm also at a terminal that I'm not familiar with, fool. Like, I'm familiar with Southwest Terminal 1 LAX, dog. I know my ins and outs. and know exactly where every gate is at, which route to take, which TSA person to go with. Everything for I know where the bathrooms are at. Where I know everything like the back of my hand there. But I'm in a new terminal now. I'm in terminal five, a very unfamiliar terminal, because I rarely fucking fly out of there, die. So I'm like kind of like I'm un poco perdido way. I'm a little lost, a little norteado way. Not sure where to go, which direction to fucking run, kind of shit. So I, it's intense now, dog. It's intense. I'm against the clock, fool. And so I get to pre-check, fool. And pre-checks usually has like three, four, five people in front of you. Mm-mm. Not today, Jerry G. Not today. I get it. It's Friday, fool. Right? It's Friday. Now there's like 15 people in a pre- pre- t- uh, pre-check. So it's a little longer than usual. So fuck, dog. I'm already stressing out. 25 minutes to my flight, whatever. Dog, all this shit, dude. I'm flying, fool. I, I finally get through. I'm running, fool. I'm running. Literally running, dude. They start calling out, calling out my name. 
Last call, Jerry Garcia. Last call, gate fucking 34B, que la chingada. Dude, I'm like in gate. That just starts like in gate fucking 15 or some shit. I got to run all the way to 34 full far, dog. And I'm running my ass off full early in the morning, dog. Um, yes, I get it. Partially my fault for not being there on time. But guys, I also had to take my kids to school in the morning full. I had to finish packing. I had a lot of shit going on in the morning. I told Fernie, please be here by like 9, 9.15. I want to get there. The flight leaves at 11. I want to get there by 10, giving me a whole hour, dog. Pero now we, we didn't get there till like 10.15, 10.20. We hit sick traffic, full, sick Friday traffic. Um, So anyways, I finally get to my flight, dog. I mean, uh, I'm starving, guys. It's, you know, it's 10 o'clock. I haven't had nothing to eat for all morning for so my three and I'm, I'm gonna be in a three and a half hour flight in a plane and i'm like oh fuck dude dude i'm in the seat this is not anything to do with spirit just la, 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 the luck my luck fool i'm i'm sitting in row 15 i'm not sure how many rows this bitch has but for some reason dog they literally start like one person comes starts from from row one and they end in row 14 and then the other the coming from the, the little cart, the carrito, is coming from the back of the plane and ends on 15, bro. So, like, I'm literally the last person that gets served. Literally the last person they take the order for. I'm starving. And this is after, like, a thir- after 30, 45 minutes after the flight has taken off. So now it's, like, past 11, you know, the uh, flight lives at 11, so now it's like noon or whatever. I'm like fucking dying the pinche hambre way, looking through that menu like, I want this, I want that, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this. Trying to do the math like, oh, fuck, it's going to be like 30 bucks, man. Because all their food is garbage, right? All the food is in there. Half a sandwich, chips, cookies, muffin, mamadas, way. Nothing nothing really like that's going to fill you up really good, right? Or eat well. Sure enough, fool, I'm the last person that gets served, fool. Um, and I buy like three, like three, four items off food. Like I, I buy cookies, I buy fucking chips, I buy half a sandwich, I buy a soda food. It came out to like twenty eight dollars, dog. On bullshit, on on garbage, on snacks. Nada way, nada gratis way, nada way. And I'm so now, I'm dude. So I pay twenty eight dollars, seventy five dollars, sixty dollars, seventy nine dollars. They want you to up. Fool, like I started making a bid on stage where like they want you to upgrade for everything. Fool, they they send you notifications like your phone. Now that you have the app, the app is like telling you: Do you want to upgrade on this? Do you want to upgrade on Wi-Fi? Do you want to upgrade your seat? Do you want a wider seat? Do you want to get a better pilot? Because the pilot, the pilot we have is gar is bullshit. This guy has a bad record. I said something where like, uh, you want to upgrade your pilot? Because right now we have a woman pilot flying. If you want to upgrade to a man. Pilot, it's gonna be another seventy five dollars, <laughs> which I need to pay. Um, but anyways, it was like it was the worst experience ever. But you know, obviously, partially it's my fault being late. But even if I wasn't late, dog, it's still like hey, the fact, the nerve, the audacity of these motherfuckers that they charge you for every little bullshit, fool. And it's truly like a greyhound on wheels, fool. Because I mean, like gente that's in there, fool, ghetto ass people, dog. Like you could solve, like unsolved crimes up in that bitch just by looking at people's, just by checking people's DNA in there. Full, like it's bad in there, dog. Um, I hate it. I fucking hate it, dog. 
And uh, it just throws you in a bad mood. I'm hangry. I'm cranky. I'm rushed. I'm tired. I'm sweating, dog. It's the worst of everything, fool. Um, and then I, I believe, uh, oh, no, that's on the way back. We got delayed on the way back, dog. Oh, that's just getting there, fool. It was bad, fool. So now I'm complaining, bitching, sh- you know, talking shit. And then the comic who picks me up. Dude, I could have picked you up from Dallas. I live in Dallas, bro. I could have just got you from Dallas and bring, you know, just could have. I'm like, hijo de tu pinche madre, güey. Hijo de tu pinche madre. Really? Really, fool? So that was that, fool. The shows go pretty well. I didn't sell out as much as I wanted to. It was not as good as I thought. But the owner was there. He saw me. He's like, we met. We hung out. It was dope. The owner's cool as people. Shout outs to Randy. Uh, he wants to give me another date. He feels I could do much better than I did, so forth and so on. Because um, I was doing the smaller room, so it doesn't get as much promoted as well as the big room, right? They worry about the big room first, big room comics. So I was in the small room. So they, they really rely on people like myself to have a following or promotions where I can push and shit the shit, uh, the shit out of the show because it's a smaller room. Like, it shouldn't be as difficult to sell. The room only so- sells like 70... Uh, Holds like 75. I was hitting like 50 every show, dog, which is not good. Not good. I need to be selling out these fucking small rooms, dog. But for some reason, he made me feel better. I don't, know if he was saying, I don't know if he was saying it just to make me feel better, but he was saying like, right now it's a bad season for us here, dog. It's always bad. It's always slow in October. It picks up around December and January. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, dude, this this time of year, look look, look at the main room. The main room's like half sold, dude. It's not even that full. The whole weekend's going to be like that. It's gonna, so don't even trip, fool. You're funny. You put on a great show. You're good people. I want to bring you back. We'll put you in the big room. So I appreciate that. It was very cool. Very cool about it. But but all that said, uh, just being in Texas is dope. Just being in Texas, being around some really cool people, hanging out with some dope comics. Uh, got to hang out with Ralphie Barbosa, which probably by now a lot of you motherfuckers know already because this guy is blowing up, bro. Like blowing up with a capital B, the world, blowing up like the world trade. Huh? Too soon, too soon. But yes, he really is, dog. Um, and I've been, I've been knowing this kid for like, he's a young kid. He's only 24 years old, bro. And I met this kid around three, four years ago doing my Texas runs. And I told him back then, dog. I saw him on stage and I came back from that time, from that trip. And I was telling Jesus and I was telling Christian, I was like on this kid's nuts. I'm like, bro, this is fucking kid out there in Texas, dog. He's only like 21 years old. But let me tell you, the motherfucker is going to blow up, fool. This guy's fucking hilarious, fool. Hilarious, fool. Made me laugh all weekend. Great writer. Great fucking uh, persona on stage. He has it, bro. He has it. And sure enough, fool, this year, he's bad. Dude, when I met him, he had like 3,000 followers, fool. He's at 150,000 followers now, fool. And that's just recently because he went viral on some videos, dog. I know he know who I'm talking about. You motherfuckers. I get messages now because I was hanging out with him. Like, oh, my God, you're with Ralphie Barbosa? Bitch. You know he's 24 years old, right? You know he's a fucking kid, right? Uh <laughs> But he's fucking the shit, dog. Really cool people. Hard worker, dog. I just, I'm very impressed by him. And I told him. I was with him like about a year ago, I think. Or even this year. I think it was earlier this year. We were in San Diego with the Laugh Factory because HBO has got a hold of him. And HBO won't give me the credit. But I told HBO motherfuckers, hey, man, look out for this kid, dog. This kid's going to make it. Like a couple of years ago, I told him, look out for this kid. He's going to make it. I told that fucking HBO dude, shout out to Edwin. 
Edwin, dog, let me tell you, fool, this kid, Ralphie, fool, this is like two years ago, dog, during a pandemic somewhere, fool, or after 20, 2021. I told him, hey, fool, this kid right here, dog, let me tell you, man, this kid's fucking funny, dude. And then they've been, they've been pushing him hard, fool, and well-deserved. The point is, I was in San Diego with this fool, and I told him right there, dog, this is when he still had like under 10K followers. Compa, get ready, fool. Get ready. You're next, fool. Like, start writing, fool. Do your shit right now, dog. Because you're going to blow up, fool. No, no, I'm telling you right now, dog. And I'm just giving him my like, little advice here and there, fool. And he's guiding it, bro. He's running. He's running, dog. And it's great to see, dog. Great to fucking. So anyway, I got to hang out with him this weekend. And um, he's like a, like a little brother, fool. Like, almost like a son even, dog. He's just that young. And that's how old I feel now. But... Good kid, man. Good kid. Um, dude, I mean, I remember like a couple years ago, I told him, I'm, I want to make you my feature. I want you to feature for me. I want to take you on the road with me. And now, like, hey, fool, can I feature for you, dog? Can I open for you? Like, they literally, it's turned into that. It swapped like that fast. Like, that quick, that shit swapped, fool. Where, like, I didn't tell him I want to be his opener, and I'm not opening for anybody, fool. But the it's like that silly now for where it's like it went from me like offering i offered him hey fool next time i come to texas i want you to feature for me i want you to roll with me i want you to open for me like and he's of course all like yeah yeah hell yeah fucking down 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 and now like that's not even a question dog that's not even a conversation to have anymore if anything i would be opening for him dog that's how shit gets here uh for me dog it, it drives me fool it drives me that it's there's there's that it can happen and i'm there i'm you know threading not as i'm threading not as fast as i would like of course but i feel like i'm doing the right things uh i I, look look at me what concerns me the most for me personally for me is that i need to be ready dog like i need like i'm still working on new material better material like all that like for me the materials what matters to me so I'm okay with not selling out all the time because I feel, I'm almost feel like I'm not ready for that, dog. Like, I feel like I'm going to let motherfuckers down sometimes. So, like, right now, just sharpening up my material is what matters more for me. Of course, I want to sell tickets, how I make my living. See my weed when I don't sell out, of course. But I also, like, there's no one to blame but myself. Like, I need to be more proactive also. And seeing motherfuckers like him and Jesus Sopoda, who's also blowing up right now, well, des- much deserved. Like, Jesus and I, we've been through the lowest of the low, fool. We've been through the lowest of the low. And, you know, so now seeing all these motherfuckers, like, we're coming up, you know, it's like, it's great. Like, and and I can't even complain because it's like first world problems for me, bro. Like, I still, I get a lot of breaks, guys. I get fucking emails every week from venues who want to have me, want to book me, who want to offer me this much money. Like, so not my, there's nothing for me to my week way. I'm always busy, uh, you know. Now I got this these TV opportunities, these movie opportunities. It's like sometimes it's just for me, it's just like taking a step back and like, okay, what what do I want to do next? How do I want to approach this? And to me, I don't like whoring myself out on on social media like that. I just I'm just too grown for that shit, guys. And I know I got to step out of that box too. It's a crutch that I have because I shouldn't be feeling that way. But I do not like just harm myself on stage like that now i do need to put more clips of me you know but it's gonna be a lot of the old clips a lot of the shit that's already out there fool so 
it's not like I can't like I can't share much of anything else besides that for so I'm trying to tell you for uh, I don't want to burn my new material I'm still working on it it's still it's still it's still dear to me the new shit it's like my babies that I'm still grooming and making better and funnier every time so like putting that shit out on the internet on the reels on the tiktoks i don't feel it's gonna help me dog it's gonna give me a a a short term like like uh clout but not long term you know what i'm saying i don't know how much of this is making sense but for me i just gotta put out my old clips again i don't want to put my new clips right now i'll throw in some here and there like i might put the spirit because it was more of a, a vent and a rant than a bit that turned into a bit. But it's something that I was just feeling at the time. I, I did that bit all weekend, all four shows I did this weekend. And it got better and better and better and better. Like at first it was just literally a rant, trying to talk all this shit like I just did to you guys. Then it became a joke. Then I had a setup and a punchline. And then I had this whole little bit by the end of the weekend. It was a bit. But then I'm like, okay, it's a cool bit for here, for now. So I don't know how much is this. It could turn into something I could put in my special. Sure, if I keep fucking with it. But not everybody's flown spirit. Not everybody knows what I'm talking about. I That's just my mentality right now. But I know in Fort Worth it hit because spirit flies into Fort Worth and flies out of Fort Worth. So people know what spirit airlines is all about and how the garbage that they are. So I'm a little all over the place like usual. But I think I get the point that I'm trying to make here. Um, and you'll see me a little bit more active on social media. I go through my moments. I go through my high, like I'm on it, I'm on it. And then it's just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. I can't, I fuck, I need to take a break. I, I don't like this. It, I, I don't like the feeling of it. I guess it's just me being 42 years old, dog. I think that's what it is. The reminder that I'm too old for this bullshit, for this cloud chasing, for this thirst trapping fool. I'm too old for that shit, dog. And I do like, I want to, I go, I, I just check like, dude, I just want to write jokes. I just want to be funny on stage. I don't want to be funny on the fucking social media. Like, I don't care about that. I care about the craft on stage and this and that. And it's like a dumb, old school, old head way of thinking is then. And then I, then I snap myself out of that. I have to snap myself out of that fucking uh, vibe and then get back into where it, it matters, which is social media, which is that grind that I see everyone else taking advantage of. All right. And so then I do snap myself. No, no, no. Fuck. Come on, Jerry. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Get get on it. Get to work. Get fucking, you know, post some shit. Create some shit. Do some shit. And I get up. I get back on it. Back on it. Back on it. Back on it. Then I burn myself out. I'm over it. Fuck this shit. I'm done. This and that. Now, I do fun. I have fun putting shit on my stories. That's where I have fun because it's a, it's impromptu. It's right there. And it's just for 24 hours. If it hits, it hits hard. If it doesn't, it's just 24 hours. It's gone, right? But the but putting up reels and then when you put up a reels of a bit that you love and it only gets like 5,000 views, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in my life? What am I doing in my life right now? <laughs> like, it's crazy, dog. And I know it has to do with the algorithms. It's not the bit's fault. It's not the joke's fault. It's the fucking algorithm. So then I have to check, put my step back. Like, all right, all right. It's not the joke's fault. It's that like, these motherfuckers are not sharing my shit. These motherfuckers are not pumping it 
you know, this and that. And I'm like, I'm telling you, fool. And Legos una cosa after another one. Then it's, oh, now you got to get on YouTube shorts. Now you got to get on Facebook uh, reels. Now you got to get on Instagram reels. Now you got to get on TikToks, man. My go-to is Instagram. That's where I'm at 24 hours of the day, bro. That's my go-to, fool. I love Instagram. I'm comfortable with Instagram. I think it's fun. But... I get it. I forget about Facebook. I forget about TikTok. Se me olvida, wey. Even though I got more followers on TikTok than I have on my Instagram. But then I'll post on TikTok. And even though I got a close to 40,000 followers on TikTok, I don't get the same response or love that I get on Instagram with my 20,000 followers. Like, what the heck is going on here? Like, what is going on? Y todo eso, agüita, wey. Agüita, wey. But... At the end of the day, I'm like, I, I'm doing shit right. I'm doing stuff. I'm getting people watching my shit. People, find, I get recognized in the street. I get recognized at restaurants. I get recognized. Like, I'm doing something right. I get messages. People hitting me up, tagging me, following me, coming to the shows. Like, yes. Like, there's nothing for me to be sad about. There's not. It's just, just get, get, keep working, dog. Keep fucking working, dog. Um, yeah, fool. And, and Ralphie blew up because of the dry bar. I think he got on dry bar in one of those fucking shows that they just blew him up on this on the clips. And uh that's and that's also a scene that I'm not really a part of, fool. Like that's more of a younger scene, to be honest with you. Younger come up and coming. And that's not really my scene, even though I'm still considered kind of up and coming because I'm not a household name. I'm not the young cat anymore where they're like, oh, let's put our energy into this fucking 42-year-old man and see what he got. And then I don't be talking about little kid, like kid stuff, like 24-year-old stuff that Ralphie is. I don't talk about that. So I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that stuff. He's killing it and he's doing it right. I'm the guy, my own little genre here that I got to fucking worry about, like kind of stuff. So it's a lot, fool. It's a lot. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think because uh, I'm a little all over the place, fool. All right, let's take a quick break. And uh, let me go fucking cry a little bit in the, in the bathroom and then <laughs> I come back. But uh, what is this? 33 minutes for all right, 33, I guess. Uh, I got the, I'll do a couple shout outs and then uh, let's see what else we get into right here. All right. All right. Lee. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up, fool. It's still Wednesday. I'm about to head out. Let's do a little quick, a little hot, a little hot 10, 15 minutes here, dog. So we get the week going. Um, and drop this baby out to you guys sooner and later. Uh, just real quick, tomorrow, Thursday, I'll be in Temecula, or today, Thursday, if this is dropping on Thursday, I'll be in Temecula, uh, one night only, a little show out there, a little at, at some winery, eh, eh, it's called the Temecula Old Town Loft, yes, come kick it, dog, uh, other than that, I'm off this weekend, for I'm just chilling, dog, but let me see here, I got some upcoming stuff, let me see what I got, let me see what I got. November, uh, nope, not November 5th. I'll be in Tempe, Arizona. More details to come. I got to get more details. These motherfuckers didn't send me shit, but they just called me. They gave me the amount and told me how, uh, where at, and uh, they haven't sent me any info. I got to follow up with that. So that's uh, November 5th. Uh, let me see what else we got. Uh, I'll be uh, November 18th and 19th. I'll be at Escondido. It's called the Grand Comedy Club. The Grand Comedy Club in El Escondido, California, compa. Um, I'm taking some of the holidays off, fool. So I'm tapering off here a little bit, dog. Uh, but I'll be back. Uh, where is this? Where is this at? Oh, San Diego, California. Mike drop. Mike drop. Friday, December 9th, 10 p.m. show. I'm doing a late 10 p.m. show. I'm headlining that bitch. 
Mic drop, San Diego, California. Uh, the mic drop. It's over there in Pinche Claremont Mesa Boulevard. 8878 Claremont Mesa Boulevard. All right. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Other than that, fool, uh, I'm coming out to Albuquerque in January. Las Cruces in January. I'm coming out to, uh, let me see what else we got here. Phoenix, Arizona, stand up live, stand up live, Phoenix, Arizona, January 5th, fool. Uh, that one, um, supposed to headline it, but I actually told Jesus if he wants to go co-headline with me and we could do that shit together, dog. It's been a minute since we worked together and I know people keep asking. So I hit him up, he says he's down, fool. So I'll probably bring out Christian, Jesus, myself, and, uh, we'll do our thing out there, dog. Um, yeah, that's upcoming stuff. Not a, not a lot, but... Uh, we'll keep it going, food. You know, holidays. I just stay put, stay, stay here as much as possible. All right. Uh, let me see what else that I want to talk about, fool. Hey, I never, I never told you guys, huh? So, um, I forgot to tell you guys. I was my, it was in my notes. I just ran into my notes. Uh, but when I was in Vegas, doc, I, I know. I think I don't know if you guys saw my story, my uh, my my Instagram story, but I hit on a fucking jackpot out there, and uh, I I I do. I play jack. I play. I play. You know, I'm a gambler, dog. I gamble. I I love to gamble. Right. Uh, slots is something I started getting into recently because I'm trying to taper off the table games. You know, the big betting. I'm trying to taper off. So slots kind of be my thing. Then I'll, I'll take my parents to like San Manuel, Pechanga, Ipala, and I take them to the casinos around here. Um, and I'll play slots with them. I like slots, but I've hit, but never like this. You know, I've hit three, four hundred. I think five hundred was the most I've ever hit. But what I'm tripping out on now with this one is that when I landed in Vegas in the airport, I like I'm like I'm supposed to go meet up Chingo and Midnight. I land at the airport. I'm walking through the slot machines, and I see a slot, uh, the Buffalo one. That has like, it had like, let me see if I can find a picture. I don't know if I can find it because I took a picture of it, but it's way back in my camera roll. Um, uh, I think it's right here. So basically, I'm walking by this. It's by the bathroom, the, 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 the machine. So I'm walking down, go to the bathroom, heading towards the bathroom. I see the Buffalo machine and it has like 12 cents, like 12 cents in it, right? Not enough for a hit, but it has money in it. And so, like, oh, that has credit. This shit has credit, 12 cents. I should put a dollar. I should put a dollar and play it out. Play the 12 cents plus my dollar, right? It's a penny slot, fool. And so I start to dig my from my from my wallet to get a dollar out. And then I see a ticket that's been cashed out, you know, that's been printed out on the next machine next to it that has another. Uh, I'm trying to do the math here. Uh, but I forgot. I don't. I don't. It's my, what the point is that there's like another, like ponle que, fucking eighteen cents or something. Uh, so there's like another eighteen cents, little fucking voucher there on the next machine plus the twelve cents that are my machine, and I'm like on the my machine on the machine that's right there in front of me. So I grab that fucking little voucher and I put it in. Now I have thirty cents in this bitch. All right. Um, uh, so then I'm like, okay, now my math is a little off because it was like 32 cents or something like that. My cuerdo, right? So then I put 32 cents. I'm like, oh, cool. I got 32 cents in there now. 
So then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play this shit out. I, I get out $20. Saque uno de 20, güey. Saco la 20 y lo meto, güey. So now I got $20 and 30 cents. I'm like, I'm already up 30 cents, fool. Just by putting in my 20 bucks. All right? Because even in my head, I was like, I'll put in the $20. And then I'll fucking cash it out. Now I got, I could cash out $20 and 30. Like something dumb was going through my head or whatever, dog. So anyway, I put the $20 in. Now I got $20 and I think it was like 32 cents, guys. I just, the math is crazy. So now I got like $20 and 32 cents. And I click on the minimum bet is 60 cents. Then there's 120. And then I believe there's like 180 or 200, whatever. I stick, I pick on the second one, 120. So I click on a 20 one, on 120. Bam! I hit 120, fool. No te miento, wey. On the first spin, the first spin, the Buffaloes go into free spin mode, right? So I get eight, eight free spins on my first spin, fool. Boom. All right? Uh, I'm trying to see the picture because the math is exactly right on the fucking, on the screen. Like the, the, the picture that I took proves it exactly how much it was. Like it was literally my first spin, fool. So I spin it. Winner, winner, free spins. Right? There it is right here. Look, 19, I got the picture right here in front of me. So basically when I span the 120, when I, when I bet 120, me quedé con $19.06. So I had $20.26. So it wasn't 32. So I started with $20.26. There was third, there was like, there was like 12 cents in the machine already. And there was a 14 cents voucher. I think that's how it was. There was a 14 cent voucher and 12 cents already the machine. So I put it in, it at 26 cents. 26 cents. So I put $20 in. Now I got $20.26. So now I spin a dollar twenty, so me quedé con nineteen dollars and zero six credit. That's what that's what I see here in the picture, and then so from that one first spin, it goes into free eight spins. So now I get a free eight spins, and let me tell you, I didn't spin again. The whole the fucking machine on the spins kept getting. I kept getting more free spins and more free spins and a little uh, jackpot, little jackpot, another jackpot, and another. It was like it went on like that for like 10, 15 minutes. I never went into the bathroom. I had to take a leak this whole entire time, and I couldn't leave the machine. Obviously, people started coming out. People was coming in and out of the bathroom were like looking at because it, it started like making this mo winning noises and shit. So people were like as they're coming in and out of the bathroom like checking out like oh shit this guy's fucking hitting. And so, like, I got a little crowd around me. Here comes a lady, the cashier. Like, oh, dude, like, you're going to hit big right now? And I'm like, I'm going to hit big. What? Like, yeah, like, it's just keeps giving you more and more free spins and more jackpots. It was like a $100 jackpot, $200 jackpot, $50 jackpot, $80 jackpot, $200 jackpot. Like, every time it was like, doom, doom, doom. And until it got to $1,245 for... That's where it ended finally. Dude, from those eight spins, it ended up being like 70 free spins. Like 70 something free spins, dog. And I never, again, I just never spinned it again. I never tapped it again, fool. And so it ended on my one spin. It ended $1,245. I'm excited. I'm like, whoa, I'm high fine strangers and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here, fool. The lady comes. Yeah, they make you find, the, they make you sign the, the stuff, right? Uh, the, the tax form, they sign it, they me, me, me pagan, wait. So they, they pay me what I want, what I want right there, right? And so, uh, 
So they're paying me out. They give me my twelve forty five. La chingada, I'm excited, fool. And then so, uh, se queda los nineteen oh six in there. So se queda los nineteen oh six. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll play these twenty dollars. These nineteen dollars. I'll play these out, right? I right, by the way, I tip the ladies. Yeah, you're supposed to tip. I give her fifty dollars. The lady who cashed me out, I give her fifty bucks. Now, I, I've never won this much, especially the slots. Um, I don't know if that's good, bad, little bit, a lot. I have no idea. I didn't want to give a hundred. I thought twenty was too little. I thought a hundred was too much, honestly. So I gave him fifty. Now somebody correct me if I'm wrong on that, but that was my etiquette that I felt was correct. But you are supposed to tip for. Um, okay. So I get her fifty bucks. There's still nineteen dollars in the machine for after they cash me out. And so I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm gonna pay the nineteen dollars. Y no te miento, wey. No te miento, wey. Fucking three, like three spins into that nineteen dollars. I hit again, fool. I hit another jackpot. Six hundred dollars this time, fool. Six hundred like twenty dollars, fool. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, fool. And of course, I try to get it to a thousand. I didn't. I cashed out around five fifty or something. I spent I spent like like fifty, like twenty. Those twenty, same twenty plus another fifty, trying to get to a thousand. So I cashed out five fifty right there, and I said, "Get, I'm out of here, dog. I'm not going under five hundred, dog." So five fifty plus twelve fifty because twelve forty five. So twelve fifty plus five fifty. What is that? Like, what is that? Eight one thousand eight hundred dollars without even stepping out of the airport, fool. Which is pretty fucking dope. And I just rolled that wave. I ended up winning like all weekend, dog. Like I won a little bit here. Everywhere I sat, like I told Midnight and that was running with me everywhere, dog. And it's like everywhere I sat, like I, I like went to Blackjack, I won 200 bucks. I went to fucking uh, Three Car Stud, I won 80 bucks. I went to Blackjack like twice. We would jump around to different Blackjack tables. And I won like 100 at this one, 200 and that one. It was, it was good, dog. It was a fucking good night. Even the slots, I hit again a little small jackpot. I hit like 80 bucks at another slot later that night. At another Buffalo one in Old Town Vegas. Showing, like, trying to explain to Midnight how it's done. Like, yeah, fool, like, this is how you win, fool. Like, you just put your money in and you press how much and you tap this bitch and you fucking hit this bitch and it's going to spin, fool. And these Buffalo are going to come out, fool. And I'm going to win, fool. Check this out. It's very simple, dog. And uh, sure enough, I won like $80 again, fool. And I was like, damn, fool, I'm fucking hot right now, dog. Hot. I've, I've never been that hot, fool. I've always, when I go to Vegas, it's always up and down, up and down. It's a grind, fool. Like, I'm grinding, fool. Like, I'm up 500. I lost off 500. I'm up 300. I lost 500. I'm up 200. I lost 400. I'm up. I'm down. I'm up. I'm, I see when I yellow in Vegas. Always, fool. So, like, I never really get, like, too excited until this time, dog. But this time, I was, like, more, like, chill, fool. I'm like, you know what? First of all, I didn't want to flex on the losers around me, like Chingo and Midnight, who were not winning anything. So I didn't want to be that guy. So I was just like, yeah, I'll just take care of my money and put my money away for. And, um, but yeah, it was cool. Cool shit. Cool times. All right. Uh, I got to go soon, guys. Let me see, fool. I got, I really got to go, dog. Uh, I had some other shit though I want to talk about. Let me see here. Kanye getting canceled. There's not much for me to say about that, fellas. Uh, I never liked the guy. I think his music is cool. I've always thought he was a weirdo, but you got to be careful what you say. Porque, you know, it's morenito y there's also like uh, disabilities out there you can be careful about. But I've always thought he was a weird ass cat, bro. Weird person. But um, 
I just, you, you guys been letting him get away with a lot of shit for years, fool. But finally, just because, you know, he messed with the Jews. He messed with the wrong people, dog. He can say anything about other people. But once you say about Jews, you're done, son. Nah, nah, nah. And so he messed up, dog. He messed up. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Let me see here. Um, oh, yeah. I want to get to some shadows before I leave. I do have a couple that I screenshotted. Uh, let me wrap this shit up here. Thanks for all the shout outs and stuff. Here's one. Uh, Chrissy B from Chicago. Where you been, fool? Uh, congratulations on the new additions to the family. My sisters, twins are doing great. They should be out of the hospital by Thanksgiving. See, the old scary. They're doing great. Uh, my brother's twin girls just turned five last week and I melt every time I see them. Laughing my butt off on your ticket stories. I've only wiggled out of them once, maybe twice. What a way to learn you're not a hot chick. Yes, that's exactly it. You're not hot, Chrissy. I hate to break it to you. I don't know you. I don't know how you look. I don't know what you look like, but I'm guessing you're not hot. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Uh, love on the spectrum. Yes, that is some of the sweetest, most honest, and hope-giving television on these days. Yeah, it is, but my thing about love on the spectrum for me is that it's very edited. But I guess you have to with these type of people, right? It's edited. very like I feel like a lot of it is written, rehearsed shot over and over and over like there's a scene like there was a date there was one time they were on a date and they went they were, they were talking when it was daytime and by the time he finished that fucking answer it was like nighttime like dude really like, it felt like they shot that scene a bunch of times for and they were running out of light because i kept fucking up so that's the only thing that's a little sus for me with that show but it is very honest very honest as in the people and it's a very cool television to watch dog uh, keep your podcast coming, sir. Folks are listening and enjoying them. Cuídate, besos. Ay, 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 besos. Uh, until you get off some tickets, out of some tickets, Chrissy, then hit me up with those besos. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Anyways, Albert Arrequin. Albert Arrequin. Oh, he was in, uh, Fort Worth. Good show, bro. Glad you were able to come to my hometown. Hook me up with a shout out, Vato. My wife and her cousins went again last night and they said you were fucking great, dog. Yeah, so they came on Friday, uh, husband and wife, and then like, the next day, I guess the wife brought out her little ratchet friends and, uh, <laughs> now nah, yeah, they had a good time the second time around. Um, I just got better and better as the weekend goes, man. As the weekend goes, I start to get a good vibe and that's why I like doing multiple shows in the city, fool, cause I, I, I figured out after a while, like, what's really going on around here. And uh, that's what makes it fun. All right. Uh, let me see if I got another. I know I screenshotted those for sure. But shout out to Albert Arroquin. Uh, very cool. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Here's a funny one. The Giovanni. Giovanni, the advisor. Uh, at the advisor. Yo, man. I've been watching the George Lopez show on Prime. I'm on episode eight. And I haven't seen you yet. Am I tripping? What episode you come out in? I thought you said episode four. Then I'm like, nah, fool. George Lopez new sitcom that's dropping this fall in November. Lopez versus Lopez, not that other Lopez show that he dropped like a couple years ago, which is kind of whack to be honest with you. Didn't get, it got canceled right away. But um, yeah, I started laughing out loud, laughing my butt off on that. But yes, let me clarify. Yes, it's Lopez versus Lopez, NBC and Peacock dropping November fourth. I'm sure you've seen the commercials; they're out there. Okay, now. I heard from one of the producers who messaged me saying, congratulating me once again, because I shared his post. And so he like messaged me back saying, hey, bro, by the way, your episode has been moved up to episode number three. So look out for that. Uh, congratulations again. Good job kind of shit. 
so it got moved up. The same, he said something about it's, it's really funny. The episode came out great. And I think not because I'm in it. I just think it's a cool storyline for a sitcom episode, dog. That's what I thought. Um, I was impressed by it. I don't know how the rest of the season is. I don't know how the rest of it. I've only seen the pilot, which is pretty good. Not great. Please hang in there. It wasn't great, but it's not bad. It sets up what's going to happen throughout the next of the season. So, But I haven't seen any of the rest of the season episodes at all. Uh, I only know my episode. And not, again, not because I'm in it, but my episode is pretty fucking dope. The storyline of it is dope. Basically, I think it's something that we go through a lot. Basically, his daughter has been keeping from George that she doesn't speak Spanish fluently. Now, it's believable because in the show, he's come back in her life after like 10 years. He was away from her life. And now, I, I forgot why, but he's back. And now he's like trying to rekindle the relationship with his daughter. So his daughter has, has told him that she speaks Spanish, which obviously has been a lie. So the whole episode is about her trying to get away with the little Spanish that she knows in various circumstances, including her father's employees, Mondo and Raul, which is me, and the other homie, Moises, who play those roles. And so we get into this miscommunication due to her lack of knowing Spanish. And so I thought it was a really cool episode about her, about that, her hiding the fact that she doesn't speak Spanish, Doc. I know a lot of you motherfuckers have been out there, fool. I met two of you guys in Fort Worth. Tragos Amargos? Tragos Amargos? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. All right. So, yeah, let's look out for it, guys. But, yeah, I'm super excited about that shit, dog. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to drop. All right. Other than that, I think I'm done, fool. Let's wrap it up right here. Let's quit while we're ahead, fool. Thanks for listening, guys. And let's have a great week. Let's go get them, fool. I'm Jerry G, and I'm out. Later.